<laughs> hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Stush and Bush, a Caribbean podcast on Caribbean happenings, overall mix-up and blend blend with a queer twist. Na 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 Boop 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 skits 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 skits. A moment of silence for this fuckery that's going on right now. <laughs> I always have to be so damn extra. I am so, first of all, you know you love it. But I am just so excited because it's my favorite time of the year. It's the great time that we love it. We love it. We love Christmas. We love the life. We love everything. So I'm super excited. But first I got to tell people who Stushan Bush is for as always. You ready for this one, Robert? Am I? <laughs> Stushan Bush is for all the mask folks out there hating and shaming the fans. Jesus. <laughs> Let what? <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Wow. I'm, I'm going to come for that. Bring that back. <laughs> Bring it all the way back. Be- Ooh. Girl, Girl, you struck a chord. <laughs> did what did she just say? Stush and Bush mm. is for all the mask folks out there hating and shaming on on the femmes. Why? Why are they hating and shaming on the femmes, or why is this for them? Why is this for them? Because there are two femmes who are leading this podcast, and they know I'm that they're secretly screaming. enjoying this. They know that they're watching, but guess what? They're watching in secrecy. But it's okay, y'all. Keep continue giving us the viewership. We want it. And the payment. (laughs) And the payments, especially Pay this femme bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Pay this femme bitch. Hashtag. It's a campaign, y'all. But we're going to come for them one day. But honestly, it's not even time for that because I'm just in too much of a good mood. Because it's just, again, it's Christmas. Yes. It is Christmas. And I make it tell you something. Yes. I love me some Christmas. You can tell by way of saying the by way of I'm saying Christmas, 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 Christmas. Um, but I didn't. But it wasn't so much for so like the religious aspects of everything. Like mm. Christmas <laughs> was just the perfect time for like problematic politics in the family. <laughs> of course, like there was like the religious thing, but it was also like citing episode five or. One of them. Um, (laughs) It was also that time where I really felt myself hyper-visible while invisible as a queer Caribbean person. Yes, episode five on navigation. Mm -hmm. Mm. Oh, she knows her citations. Yeah, only Jessica be just (laughs) Riccardi. But you know what? I'm glad that you brought up religion. Mm. Because you know what time it is, Kadeem? What time is it, A time for me to give them something for yam. Something for yam. Wow. Yeah. We're, we're going to bottle that. Let's, let's do that. And we're going to start because... Mm. All right. I'm 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 please. Be, because... I'm, six, I'm really excited. No one needed that. Anyway. <laughs> something yum. Jamaican Christmas dinner. Mm. Mm. The concept. <laughs> is a feast of all feast upon peace upon peace upon feast. Oh, Jesus. With mouth-watering food such as rice and peas, mm. roast chicken, mm-hmm. roast duck, roast beef, mm-hmm. roast pork, mm. more roast chicken, mm. roast breadfruit, mm-hmm. roast yam, mm. roast dashina, hoxtail, mm-hmm. curry goat, mm-hmm. ham, greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, and a turkey. Anything. Everything. I, okay, I'm going to just Hashtag stop you, right you name it. 
no, I'm just stop you right there. I'm gonna just stop you right there. It's a problem, I, girl. I don't. I don't know which Jamaica you're from, but the that was Jamaica of Bounty. Which one are you from? The what? The Jamaica of Bounty. Oh God, mm-hmm. girl, that was just approximately eighty percent accurate, and that's me being generous. You know which what? Turkey, which Leave turkey me. Do I eat? Leave me. Sorry, <laughs> wild fowl. What you want me to say? Fine. Oh, fine. Go ahead. As I was saying, mm. Christmas in Jamaica is it, girl. It's so it that it's hit, mm. <laughs> right? The whole Caribbean is bumping, but I want to highlight something, right? Okay. In Jamaica, I want to talk about the junk canoe celebrations, Ooh. or as some people might want to pronounce it, John Canoe. John Cano. John Cano. It's John Canoe, right? John Canoe. Don't correct me on the air. I'm, I'm the rural bitch, so I gotta be like, John Canoe. Oh. Rural equals bush, but okay. <laughs> and the that's okay. Ju- the Junkanoo celebrations are a parade or a festival of masked, not mask, but masked. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Mm, I made a pun. Uh, of masked dancing musicians, which was brought to Jamaica by enslaved Africans. And that's a politic. But for time's sake, I'm not going to touch it because I just know that we can do this episode in 45 minutes. Mm, right. And I think, well, I think, sorry to interrupt you a little something for now, oh, but yeah, sure. Jan, Jan Kuno, I, 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 I performed it once as oh, a child. Yeah? Did you know that? No, I didn't. Fun fact about Kadeem Lorenzo Robinson, the 18th. Wow. Um, the 18th. You say extra. But it's interesting because, like, when I performed Jankono, I did it in high school. And that's honestly, like, one of the only times when I got to do it uh, and partake in it. Um, and when I did it in high school, what's interesting was that, like, there was, like, intense drumming and, like, uh, dancers and whatever. But we all, as well, had a character. And guess what I played? Hint. Okay. Irony. Mm. A straight person, if that's what you were going to say. I no. was going to say a straight person. I know that's what you were going to say. Okay. No. I played the policeman. Mm. I know. That's a... There's a there are a series of arrows. It leaves there. like a skin on my teeth. Mm. You know, it's like, I know. Mm. I know. Kadim, the police. Mm. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Wow. Disgusting. Okay. But police in the way that police maybe should be in an idealistic world where the police is like the hero of the scene because like we played the scene where yeah. like the devil captured the queen mm. and like the, the prince and the, the, queen, the queen no captured the princess and the king and the queen uh, were the ones who were like reaching out to the policemen and were like oh my gosh could you please save us police officer and I was like yeah sure and I fought the devil and I was just like and that's my exposure to Jankano. What a concept. <laughs> I mean, considering that most Jamaican police have some serious artillery. Mm-hmm. A certain name? Artillery? Art. Excuse me. The police have serious artillery. 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 The A R T word. They have oppression. Babylon have oppression. But okay. Anyway. I'm saying all this to say, I'm not done with my story yet. <laughs> I'm still trying to give them something to nyam, right? <laughs> I'm going to calm down, though. Relax. It's all that big Sag energy coursing through my veins right now that has me ready to pop off at the drop of a hat. That plus some added stressors that have me out here. I just need to center myself. But what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. 
is that Jankanu was gifted to us by enslaved Africans the same way various Caribbean nations were gifted with the tools of liberation Mm-hmm. That were overlaid with Christianity. And yes, I am talking about Obia. Mm. I am talking about Santeria. Mm-hmm. And I am talking about Voodoo, among uh, others. Yes. The same way that the pagans gifted us with some of our present day Christmas traditions. Mm. There's connection, y'all. Call it out. The same way the enslaved Africans gifted the Caribbean with the Santeria and the Voodoo and, you know, the Obia, the Abia, all them something there. The whole of them. Revival. The pagans. Mm. Right? The pagans mm-hmm. gifted us also with our present day Christmas traditions. Now, there are a few things that I want to draw some distinctions on, mm-hmm. but I just want to drop this little piece of hot tea for you. Mm. Your Yule log that you love so much, your lit up Christmas tree that you can't go without, and your stale ass fruitcake oh, didn't pop out the same time Jesus did, okay? It I, didn't happen. Jesus Christ. Now, no, yeah, come for everybody listen, cake. when I. I okay, we will talk about the fruitcake later because we have clear differences. But what I am trying to give you all, right, is that there's a whole. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily in my argument, but in the comparison, right? Mm-hmm. This talk about the gift. <laughs> Hashtag I am Beyonce, right? The gift that was given from the enslaved Africans over to the Caribbean is not the same way that we would see the gift of the pagans, right? Because in it's all rooted in some sort of oppression, but who gets to do the translation work changes, mm. right? In, in the enslaved African context, we have enslaved Africans who are sitting here in oppression, mm-hmm. in a new territory, mm. and are having religion forced on them. Mm. And they go, okay, fuck that. Boom, shakalaka, boom, bitch, look at this. We have Obia. That's actually exactly what they said. Boom, shakalaka, boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> right? But then Christianity as it tends to do what it does, oppress, suppress, bleach, sparkle over. I'm shocking, right? No. As it did overlaid some of these pagan festivals, the ideologies, the concepts, with our understanding of Christmas. Mm. I want y'all to chew on that. Chew on it. Chew on it. But you know what? Mm -hmm. I know. I know that you all are shook. I know that you all are lost, dazed, and confused. But you're not, because you know what? You always knew this. Something was off the entire time. Mm-hmm. And I just pulled out the curtain a little bit. Just a little twip. Just a little bit. Twip. But I say all this to say that we must continue to interrogate tradition. Mm-hmm. We must continue to look into, put on trial, and excavate the origins of the concepts we thought were foundational. They aren't. They, too, are nothing but a copy, a palimpsest, if you will, that has recorded, erased, etched out, been written over that original. Stepping into this holiday season, (laughs) question those things that seem commonplace. Search out their origin stories, discard the shit that just don't work, and bring in the freshness that you've always needed. Psalms 23, verse 2, the Robert Wesley Anthony Taylor edition. Okay, first of all, I would never be in Psalms. I would be in Proverbs. I just want to let you know. Uh, a woman of I actually do think I'm a Proverbs bitch, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We the can't first, have this the conversation. First, actually, no, seriously, the first, 
Bible verse that I ever learned from the Bible was from Proverbs, and I still know it to this day. Are you Which ready? Which one is it? Yes, give it to us. Proverbs 22, verse 6. Train up a child in the way they I should grow, and when they are old, disgusted. they will not depart from it. And yes, I just gender neutralized it. Fight me. The first scripture that I learned was Jesus wept. <laughs> Don't ask me where I it love come that from. song. <laughs> You know, okay, all right, let's get started. <laughs> let's get started. I'm super, as I said, I'm excited. And and traditions, first of all, leave it to Robert to have you all here questioning your whole tradition and life. Question your whole existence. <laughs> like, Question Christmas. everything. Throw have Christmas I done wins. my job if you are not like, bitch, <laughs> I wasn't, am I high? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. Oh my gosh. For you all to, to experience. Be oh. 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 Wow. Yeah. We were going in two different yeah, directions. No, I was encouraging everybody to be all high wow. for this Christmas. I mean, if you must. If you want to. Girl, go on. Go on. What are we talking about today? We Clearly, are talking about Christmas. I want to talk a little bit about another tradition in addition to the Jankuno that we mentioned, right? Yeah. Um, and that tradition has been Ah, uh, one of the best days and some of the best memories of my life. Um, and it's called Grand Market. Grand Market. Grand Market. What is that? You mean Union Square Market? I need to go there too, girl. Do, do, no, no, you, no, don't you, let me fight you. I don't let. Me, shh. You know what, Robert? I'm gonna pull you in, and all the listeners come sit around in this circle because it's story time. And Auntie Kadim is ready to tell you. Oh, you're auntie now. I am an auntie. Okay, girl. I've always said it. But Grand Market was like, it's first of all, it's the day before Christmas. So it's that day when everybody is just out in the streets of Jamaica. Um, the, 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 the event was sort of, it was derived from, uh, we got it from like the English, of course. We have to get something from them. Um, and th- my, this has been around for like centuries. My grandmother... I imply that my grandmother is centuries years old. She's like, sorry, grandma. I think she's listening sometimes. Um, Gonna cut you out the will, Haven't girl. come out to her yet, but we'll see about that. L-O-L. <laughs> you know what? I, I submit to you episode three. <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. Episode three, grandma. Um, Sister Merkel. So, so anyway. <laughs> so the day before, the day before uh, thanks, Thanksgiving, the day before Christmas was like, the day when just everything would happen. You go you go outside in the morning. Uh, for all the young kids, because they weren't allowed to go out at night, yeah. they had to like uh, no go business. sporting out. So go, go and go sports in the, in the morning. When they would go by the little patty, the little juicy patty. This time they didn't order a cheese patty. They didn't order a beef patty. But you know which patty they ordered? A mega patty. I would add. A mega patty is when you have the beef, the cheese, the lettuce, the tomato... Every it's single thing. Too rotted, yummy, yummy, it's mega so patty. good. It's so good. Like. I actually miss mega patties. Like that was like one of my How favorite big is patties. This patty? It's it's thick. It's thicker mm. than usual, and we she love we love when things C's. are thicker than usual. Ooh. Um, such as a patty, of course. Nothing else. Nothing uh, else. Nothing else. Mm. No mayhem. No mayhem. I like my smoothies thick though. Oh, I get that. Yeah. 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 
N- All right, n- cool. <laughs> None of that stupid. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like in the mornings, that's when the kids would go out, and uh, that's when like, and this is sort of like that intergenerational thing where like kids went out with like their grandparents, and I went out with my grandmother in the mornings. We were we went Christmas shopping, uh, and the grand market day, and that was when I was younger. But when I as I as I grew up a little, as I became fourteen, <laughs> a whole adult, Ooh, I could drink now. She old because, <laughs> because you know. Uh, the 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 drinking age is eighteen, but in Jamaica we don't care, um, wow. which I think is a great thing because it 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 this it um prevents the rebel effect from occurring, um, but whatever y'all ain't ready for that kind of politics. Yes, they are, but we'll not. That's not the episode. So. So we so as I got older, we would like go out and listen to grand uh, and go out in grand market and like I would like ask my parents for money. We would that's the day when like everybody had to get money. Yeah, ask for two thousand Jamaican dollar back then when two thousand dollar was a lot of money. Two thousand. Two thousand Jamaican dollar. Wow. And then uh, the Is last time I went to grand market, it, I got eight thousand Jamaican dollars. Wow. Back when Jamaican dollars was. Mm. It mm. it was hitting <laughs> them coins. Them coins was hitting. Everybody come from Friday. Everybody will come from Friday. Give your money, cause you know you're the younger one. Y'all get money. Um, you have to get money for school, buy a uniform, and really just gonna go to the club with it. Um, and screaming. Grand Market was my introduction to nightlife culture in Jamaica. Ooh. And granted, what's interesting is that it's it was a very stint uh, introduction, but nonetheless, it was like lit as hell. But Grand Market is. And you love going out. Oh, girl, you know me. <laughs> wow. She be out here. But Grand Market, it's, it's you like, um, there were always the vendors out there. There was always street food. There was always um, just people being around each other and drinking and liming. And it was the most beautiful things. People singing along to, like, old-time Kenny Rogers. Ironically, Kenny wow. Rogers. Okay. Jamaicans love them some Kenny Rogers. They really do. Kenny Rogers and Barry's Hammond and not Bob Marley. Um, <laughs> Do you have something to say? I have nothing to Would say. Would you like to share something with the people? I have nothing to say. I, I just don't. We just didn't sing a lot of Bob Marley. I didn't as a child, I guess. Okay. Um, <laughs> and the, the teenagers to the adults would travel from the little towns that they were and going towards like the larger areas. The larger towns are the cities. So like... In my case, I went from Spallings, where was at the larger town where I grew, where essentially where I grew up, to Mandeville, where I went to school, and that was all like the hit things and all these different things. And then people would leave from Mandeville to go to the capital, Kingston, back when the highway had never done bill yet, <laughs> and it took a whole two hours to get there. And I think now it's like a like an hour less than. Um, Maybe two and a half it took. And then they would go there, go to the clubs, go to the parties, buy presents, and then come back. Wow. Six o'clock in the morning. There was no sleeping at Grand Market. In fact, every year would be like a competition to see like who stayed out the latest no between like sir. family members. Mm-mm. It was I, I lost all the time. Ironically, I know. Knowing somebody but, like me. But look at you now. Look at me now. Going strong. Going strong. Coming home at Actually, no, I come home at like 12. I'm, t- I'm getting old. I can't do that Girl, shit. 12 is too late. I got to be in bed by 10. Girl. But I say this all to say, because I was rambling for quite a bit. Um, Grand Market was just like, it was just like the day when the most extravagant things happen. What I will say, though, them nasty, dirty, picky, picky head picking them used to chew a firecracker's palm. <laughs> <laughs> then dirty nasty jiggerfoot picnic them used to light fire clappers, fire clackers and fling it at me. Hmm? Medibex? 
And then it's like my, my mother owned a bar in Jamaica. Oh. So when she when when she owned I'm a bar and it was down a hill and um there were buildings that were in between the hills. So like people would climb on on those buildings and oh, went shit. to the balconies and literally throw the fire clappers, firecrackers, whatever, at me and at other kids. I never did just me, so don't worry, it wasn't homophobia, y'all. Wow. <laughs> it was just kids being kids on grandma and kids yeah, because they're too too hype. Could you imagine? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and them did it get cussed to you now? Then you know what? That's the thing though. Because they were unsupervised, they never did get cussed. Boy. But they want one it, it, Wow. But okay. back then I was a scrawny little kid, so I couldn't fight. It's okay. I, I have I'm still a scrawny little kid. To say about people and their badass kids. <laughs> I have nothing to say. No. Not, not not a damn thing. I'm gonna leave it right there. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just me and my turtle and he don't say shit. Mm. But the market mm. is always a sign that we're getting close. Mm. On the edge of Christmas cheer, waiting to explode with all that holly and jolly. Like those fire clappers, but okay. Oop. Or something else. But <laughs> we're not there yet. Let's walk them through the excitement. Yes. Jesus. How do we start it off, girl? We started off when we're when when it's Christmas time, you start it off by doing what we know what we know as Spring cleaning. Spring cleaning. Jesus, spring, spring cleaning. cleaning. Spring cleaning? Mm. Spring. Spring. It don't get cold in Jamaica around this time? Yeah. Whatever cold means in Jamaica. <laughs> but yeah, sure. Wow. <laughs> it drops like, from 90 to 85 degrees. I'm wow. Scared. Chill. <laughs> it goes down five. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I'm oppressed. We're turning into America. Um... But spring cleaning was like uh, such a very interesting time because it's like we act as if we were cleaning as if Jesus himself was coming to celebrate his birthday. Wow. Or, you know, it's not really his birthday. People are saying he's actually born in January, but we talk about that. You know, interestingly enough, Mm -hmm. it makes a lot of sense, right? It really does make a lot of sense because I remember this woman Mm. who... (laughs) The woman. I'm not going to call her out again because I already did it one time. <laughs> What's she doing so again? Miss Wisdom? Miss just... <laughs> Wisdom. No, Miss Wisdom. Ah, I'm going to welcome Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, all right. She get called out again. Anywho. Wait, I was right? No, I'm not Miss Wisdom. Oh. Anywho. Any, anyway, as I was saying, <laughs> she would always say, a clean vessel, something, 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 something. <laughs> Something, something. So if you could clean your room and turn on a light so the angels can come bless you. My God, did you forget? I forgot. The first. Everything. <gasps> but you, listen, it, it, you just it plagiarize Miss doesn't wisdom. matter. Poor Miss Wisdom. Uh, <laughs> Poor Miss Wisdom. Eh? Just going to change her name now for Miss <laughs> Wisdom. But girl, how are you telling? <laughs> My mother would strip that house naked. Mm. Like, (laughs) beer. (laughs) My mother. Bless her. Bless her. There are some days when you know she was out here cleaning, cleaning. (laughs) Where she she got down on her hands and knees and would break apart the atoms down to the subparticle type cleaner. Honestly, though, yes. 
What that that's like really you walked in and you're like, D- it's a new place. You feel scalped. Yeah, you really do. And it's the not floor like needs play- to mop, girl. Yeah, the bathroom needs to scrub. Mm-hmm. The china needs to wash. Mm-hmm. The couch needs to steam. Oh. Curtain for wash. Kitchen for scrub. Tree for dress. Table for shine. Clothes for wash. Baseboard for scrub. <laughs> yard for rake up. Snow for shovel. And don't even get me started on like the the china the china wear. Ugh. Where it's like the one time you had to go to look at china plate them. You have to I not just wash it, wash it. You are polishy. It's like, you have to take out the good soap. The good soap. The good soap. <laughs> Listen, girl. Now, every Caribbean have the scratch pad with them use. Oh. Scrub out the pad. Them. <laughs> New one of them, they come. My dumbass. Uh-oh. <laughs> I took out the scratch pad one year and was scrubbing down them china. <laughs> Oh, girl. <gasps> girl, I got cuss. I got cuss. I got cuss. I got cuss. I'm surprised cuss. you never get too licking in your face. Yeah, idiot. <laughs> that happened too. But listen, <laughs> I'm not supposed to say that's illegal. Oh. Illegal, we are. <laughs> that's true. Oh. That's true. Pair the rats, spoil the child on a blood clot. Anyhow. <laughs> but on top of that, right? And and I, I know that like in Jamaica, and I find it interesting how like you know we're talking about our experiences and they're so fucking similar. Obviously, we know that because diaspora, home, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And when one one interesting thing was that like when because I lived in the rurality, in the bush, in the bushes. Yes. So, um, there's also like the before that. There's also like um taking out the rug from under the couch, uh, taking out the rugs from under the bed, you know, and did, like removing oh, those, girl. throwing them outside. And Anna, that's where does it off, you know? I beat you, we're I beat at- you. No, 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 not even. We're attaching the hose and we're wetting up the rug <laughs> and we are washing and scrubbing the rug with little fab, uh, soap powder for all y'all who don't know what fab <laughs> is. Fab. Me? Just use the fab and you brush, you brush, you brush out the dirt. And you Honestly, that's where I learned how to moonwalk. Because I would like the, the the rug was slippery outside, and I, I and the, the soap was there, and I would just like dance on the gag. rug. It was my favorite Christmas chore next to washing windows. Wow, I know, I I, I know. Next to washing windows. Next to washing. <laughs> but don't forget all the things that you have to hide away if you're hosting. Ooh. Imagine Ooh. taking out the medicine from the medicine cabinet. Hiding your goods under dozens of blankets in your barrels and squirreling away your jewelry like you are squirreling at Ice Age. Oh my gosh. But enough about cleaning. That What kind of host are you talking about? Because that's what, what I do. I don't do that for Christmas hosting. <laughs> I am disgusted. Because what y'all didn't see was this motherfucker just wink at me. But also, I'm going to expose you and expose myself to... <laughs> Yes, when you're inviting the gentleman callers over, you have to hide up your goods. Listen, I don't know you. Girl, you get robbed. <laughs> get real robbed. There's an article that came out a few weeks ago yeah. about a man who was actually like uh, drugged and robbed when he invited somebody over. Oh my God. Yeah. It's getting intense out here. But you know close what? Close your doors, yes. Back, 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 back to the kitchen. The clean and the kitchen. Because that was another thing, but it's fine. Can we never have dishwasher, you know? We were the dishwashers. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? We we were, are, and forever will be the dishwasher. Because, oh, what? Girl. And I remember when I was younger, I used to be like, 
I need gloves. Oh, man, help me. Oh, my gosh. You see nope. your hand dipped in water all damn day. And my mother love her some bleach, girl. So you sit in there just scrubbing things. And then so at the time where I'm trying, you know, starting to get my nails done, so I'm like, you, you, oh. you get oh. my nails done before the time where gel became popular. I'm sitting here, I'm like, girl, I'm going to chip my nails. <laughs> and the paint going to come off. And I don't got no gloves. And these harsh chemicals on my fingers. But you know what? A clean kitchen will set you up for success. Why? Because we got a lot of cooking to do, girl. It's funny because just for a second, I thought you said a clean, I thought you were going to say a clean kitchen will set you up for a good marriage. I thought that's where oh. you were going. I'm not going to lie. I did. And I wouldn't have been mad had you said it. I, I don't know where I would be had you said it. Because I was like, all right. A clean kitchen sets you up for a good marriage. <laughs> Let's unpack that a little bit. Because who's cleaning this kitchen? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Not the, not the old men coming from uh, the bar. The bars. The bars. But yes, the kitchen, because we have to cook. <sighs> food, food, food. That's like one of my favorite things about Christmas. I think what's interesting, um, when we were writing this episode, I, I, and I had to recall my child. I had to recall, um, <laughs> and I was recalling like my childhood. I didn't realize the sense of community that was happening in Jamaica when I was growing up and when I was having Christmas with my grandmother in particular because like you know uh, my, I have family in London so they, they must send money the people in New York send money the way I get to look at money because you know it's Christmas time you know Christmas I come more I'm a ladder and uh, the money I come and I know and, and just we want you know everybody have family abroad so everybody I get money from foreign and uh, there was like a very interesting thing where the community where I grew up, I grew up in Sanguinetti and we're pretty much all related, quite frankly. Um, we all sort of like had like a community responsibility. So we had one person who was in charge of uh, the cake. So like Sister Mary, my aunt-in-law, mm. uh, God rest her soul, um, was in charge of like making the pudding. And we used to buy, everybody used to buy the pudding the from pudding. she. The pudding. The blood pudding? No, no, no. Just just sources of pudding. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no, blood pudding. All right. I'm asking. Don't do it. You got to clarify. No. Because that's uh, how the obia begins. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like my, so yeah, so my aunts would, my aunt-in-law, our grand-aunt-in-law, uh, she would, she would be the one to do the, the, the pudding. And then uh, talk about Miss Fiesty. Mm. Miss Fiesty, who, who interesting enough was uh, my mom's primary school teacher. Um, she would be like, I don't remember what she used to buy for, what we used to buy from her. Um, I think it was cake as well. But like, it was, it was also like just a cool thing because when we went to get the deliver the things that we ordered, she's like playing with us and like it's like a great time and we're singing to each other and she are run after every, sure enough that all I did boy picnic and we are gear trouble because, oh. not me because. I was I was a well behaved child, mm-hmm. and my 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 grandmother's responsibility was uh, uh, chicken. So my grandmother raised, harvested, and um, you know pluck, 
plucked chicken. And uh, that was there was that was actually like a tradition that we did where there was like one day of the weekend, you know, maybe like two or so weeks before Christmas, Christmas, and <laughs> we would like my 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 uncle would be in charge of the killing of the chicken, you know, the the mercy, full killing. You mean same chop off them head? Yeah, okay. but he he, sla- he taps it on the head with a knife to conk them out first, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they're like dizzy, and then that's oh, when he nice. does he does the thing. I don't know how painless that is, but you know. I mean, if you're confused and someone on. come chop off your head, you're still <laughs> confused. Yeah, because <laughs> don't laugh. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine someone come dump you, <laughs> and next minute your head gone. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, stop! You don't have no class, no shame. Uh, but That's the way to do it, girl. <laughs> Confuse them bitches. They girl, come from the jugular. <laughs> Peter is gonna come for you so bad. Uh, okay, listen, <laughs> listen. If we not dash paint, pardon me, I feel play for the dry clean. Okay, Peter is coming for you, girl. But we would raise the chicken and we would harvest the chicken and. Uh, on top of that, um, and that was like Maro. Maro was like plucking the chicken after it was dipped in hot water mm-hmm. and then preparing it and packing it f- uh, for sale. And uh, the last thing that I'll say is um, uh, coffee. Oh. I would pick. I love coffee. I love coffee. This was, I did this more than just during coffee Christmas. Coffee from where? The Blue Mountain or after Blue Mountain? I did not live anywhere near the damn Blue Mountain. Actually, <laughs> funny story. Yeah. When I climbed Blue Mountain for the first time in yeah, high school. coffee, yeah. I tried to, mm-hmm. and there was a sign that says, if you attempt to, you will be shot. So, I, I had to stop. Because you know what? Blue Mountain Coffee is dear, you know. It, no, no, it Take is. Take yourself to Fairway and find out how much money you're trying to charge you for a fucking pound of Blue Mountain Coffee. 99.99 blood clot dollars and cents. Fewa! Fewa! But me never need to do that. You know why? Because my grandfather, one, was an agriculturalist, oh. and two... Ra- uh, grew his own coffee. Oh. So I would pick the coffee bean, yeah. put it in the malta. That's what we call the be- the big beating thing. Mm. Like y'all see it in like stereotypical movies, like the big dirty malta and the stick that you use and beat it. Um, so we had the malta, put that in, make it dry for two days, trashy, which means you get rid of all of the s- dead skin, the dried skin. Yes, and then yes. you put it in a r- nice like, roast fire and you roast the coffee. I'm stuttering because I miss but it. But it's so authentic. It's, it's authentic. <laughs> it's authentic. And then after that, you know, you just chew on a little yam in there, you roast a little yam too. And it was just so good. And you know, after yam you. And coffee bean. No, no, no. Well, no, not in the coffee. Like after you're done with roasting the coffee, yeah, you put it back oh, in the malta, okay. beat it until it turns into dust mm. which took an average of three hours um yeah girl oh. overall making coffee was like maybe two or three days for me um girl. yeah i know girl Look mostly because Starbucks. of the drying and the beating mm-hmm. um and then after that you just you're waking up christmas morning and you're eating your fresh cup of brewed coffee that you already did yourself you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, that's so that that is so uh, wholesome. I know. And I'm gonna tell you right now. Yeah. I would never drink another cup of fucking coffee in my life if I had to do all the work to get coffee. <laughs> what are you talking about? It feel. I wasn't allowed to drink it coffee fe- as a kid, oh. first of all. But it's fine. But it feel good. It feels work. so good. And also, like, I just don't taste coffee like that anymore. Like, I don't know. Mm. Maybe it's like a. Maybe it's my mind. But there's a different. Taste. So we need to go back to Jamaica. Coffee. Oh, 
pick the same pick from the same tree that's still there. The same tree. The same tree. Wow. I sustainability. Think. Sustainability. Jamaica has been ahead Jamaicans of the climate are saving change. The planet. We've Young been trying to out. save the planet, but you know, Americans out here destroying us, and we're the ones who are first to die. But whatever. <sighs> yeah. She got real morbid. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. You know what? You know what? I don't give a fuck. These fucking corporations got me fucked up. Got my country fucked up, but it's fine. I love you, Jamaica. Anyway, um. Coffee. <laughs> Coffee was like the best time. It was like, uh, it just, I want to go home. Oh, okay. Bye. <laughs> you can go. I want to go home. Tell me, tell me, what was, what was going on, girl? What, what, what's your food like? What, what, what's going on in the diaspora while I'm out here beating up the coffee <clears throat> in rural Jamaica? What was going on in the diaspora? Tell me, girl. What was going on? You know... Because our spirits were connected. You don't even know. I was a sad child. Okay. Are you a sad adult, too? Oh, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. Wow. But you know what? We're working on it. In the diaspora, <laughs> diaspora. diaspora, in my house in the Bronx, there were two things that I did at Christmas round, I don't know what, in high school, getting mm-hmm. ready to exit high school, getting in, you know, mm-hmm. going into university. Oh. Sorrow. <sighs> the one oh boy. and only oh boy. Christmas drink. And yes. so, true. Sorrow, an origin story. Um, <laughs> I first got introduced to Sorrow mm-hmm. because, you know, when you go to church in Brooklyn, oh. it had enough people. She was in the BK. All the time, girl. Mm-hmm. That's why I'll confu- <laughs> confuse you hoes, but it's okay. I remember everyone at church bringing Sorrow come Christmas time. Mm. And now my grandfather is a pastor. So. I feel like I've told this story before. <laughs> People know this. And yes, Agi, but my grandfather's... Actually, both of my grandfathers were pastors, which is the <laughs> kicker. Um, but anyway... Two pastors make a gay. It's truly, science. It, it, truly. Uh, but because I was the pastor's grandson, girl, I was getting all the things. <laughs> like, oh, pastor, may bring some. <laughs> and yeah. they're like, oh, here, girl. And I'm like, oh, okay, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I got bold one year and started making requests. I'm like, I want your curry goat. <gasps> I want your sorrow and I want your black cake. And, and you know what? Mm. They all bought it. Oh. On time, girl. Won't he do it? And that's on what? Um, period. period. But this is how I got introduced to Sorrow. And they would make the non-alcoholic version because, you know, church people. But then as I used to get, you know, older, <laughs> like a older, mm-hmm. like, do you come taste this? And me t- Listen, them Sorrow there, it's a taste so good. Ugh. It's a taste so, so good. good. Oh. Uh, I know. I have two things. Yeah. One, mm. for people who don't know what's out, it's a plant. It's a hibiscus. Yes. It's a hibiscus. All that hibiscus tea we want to drink from Argo tea. Yeah, it's not sorry, it's Starbucks. not even anywhere near sorry. It don't even I mean, Let's be honest. Yeah. It's, not, it's not. But it is Also, it's really healthy plant. for you, sorry. Yes. Uh, antioxidants. Well, uh, Feel, Oh yeah, okay, 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 okay. Minus, tea. minus the rum and minus the, 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 the sugar wine and all those different things. And the brandy. Um yeah. but that was the first thing, just so that these people know what sorrow is. What but sorrow I have a second is. thing for you yes. because keeping in mind yes. 
that you are half Trini. Yes. And half Jamaican. It is true. There is a slight tension. Oh, uh, yeah. Um. And I need to clear the ear right this moment because honestly, this is going to decide the Typical future of Jamaican this podcast. Getting ready to cut people down in a second. What were the ingredients of your saril? Don't worry about it. My ingredients are my ingredients, and you can't even put a candle to what I put inside my saril. So mm, because from what I remember, uh huh, you don't. I answer for you. Oh, mm hmm. Exposing you. What's the answer? You put. All spice. Yeah, blood clot liar. In your saril. No, I'm not gonna say. <sighs> you put all spice I in your saril. Okay, all right. For the record, no. now, there is a huge tension and conflict between Jamaicans putting ginger, Trinidadians putting in all spice, and must and one of my Trinidadian mentee puts mint in hers as well. Your Trinidadian mentee haunted. Mentor, sorry. Haunted. Um, put mint in there. And uh, what Guyanese people put in there? Minicure. Oh God! Guyanese people make sorrow? you and these Guyanese, you and your Guyanese. Trauma. They make sorrow. I don't know. Do they? No. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't care. I, I mean, wasn't gonna drink I it think anyway. Everybody should 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 be. Uh, should, should, everyone shouldn't. But also, not everyone should make it. To clarify your clarifying point, you're wrong. Mm. It's all spice and cinnamon. Disgusting. And I don't put that shit in my sorrow. Oh. I don't do that. Okay. Oh. I is it's ginger root and that's it. Everybody, everybody, <clears throat> everybody. Robert Wesley Anthony Taylor Jr. <clears throat> has caused us. To renew season two of Stush and Bush. Wow. Solely because of his ginger in Sario. Listen, I have had the Trinidadian version of Sario. <laughs> Get the man. And it tastes like oh boy. hot spit. Robert, Jesus. Yeah. I didn't think you would go that far. Oh, you think I care? Because <laughs> I don't. I mean, you can say you're Trini, but Y'all still. know where to find me. All spice and cinnamon in sorrow tastes like hot spit. Oh. And that's it. Oh, Robert. It's disgusting. Who told you <laughs> that you were allowed to commit that culinary abomination <laughs> Y'all talk about gays being an abomination. Let me tell you about your sorrow, girl, okay? Your sorrow is disgusting. And then you have the audacity to open your lips and lift your tongue to raise it against my sorrow with ginger in it. Wow. Nasty. Disgusting. Interestingly enough, though, (laughs) in Mexico, they call... The hibiscus juice drink something there, Jamaica. Oh, I had a friend. I'm not gonna call you out, but I know you listen to this podcast right now, girl. The two of you had a friend bring me some, and let me tell you, I was offended. Mm. Mm. Offended. Offended. Why? It did bitter. No ginger. No rum. No port wine, mm. no sugar, wickedness. This is why. What an this is why the Spanish couldn't even have a good hold of Jamaica because they couldn't even take our sorrow properly. That's <laughs> why so you lost it to the fucking English. And Stupid. also, if your sorrow is see through, I don't want it. Ooh, see through, girl. 
Tropical rhythm sorry is see through. Okay, but tropical rhythm has to work That's true. That's true. I'll give Unless you that they want to sponsor this podcast. Yeah, no. In that case, baby, your sorry will see through. Delicious. I love so it. Good. Oh my god. <laughs> Pour some more of that shit in my cup. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Girl, it's fine. Um, if your sorry is see through, I don't want it. Well. If you're that's sorry, that's my same approach with Capsav. And if you're sorry, if I'm not tasting your sorry stabbing me as it's yes. going down my uh, stomach, yeah. I do not want it. And you know what should be stabbing me? The rare nephew white rum Boy. coupled with the ginger. Girl. And if you not had that, my girl, never dash sorry in your face. I'm going spit in the sorry lamp. Who in your face? Yeah, idiot. Yeah, come give me see through sorry. Yeah, idiot. What's wrong with you? Wow. Listen, speaking of the Spanish. Oh boy. <laughs> that's always a good that's always a good transition. Speaking of the Spanish, <laughs> I wanna talk about y'all's little coquito <laughs> that you have out here. <laughs> We're just having fun in this. I'm just podcast, having a great time. It's <laughs> just like I don't care who I offend, but let me tell y'all. Puerto Ricans about your coquito, okay? Your coquito is nothing but a low-rent punch of cream. And y'all don't don't even know nothing about that. Yeah, I don't. I'm not even... I can't even get into this debate. I can't even get into this debate. It's okay. Stay out because you're going to get boxed up anywho. I'm just going to chill. Punch of cream is the Trinidadian version of eggnog. The thing y'all Puerto Ricans be out here thinking you, you know, be out here making up in your little, um, you know, Bacardi bottles and your little orange juice bottles you be saving up all year to go make a little coquito. Go have you some punch of cream. All right. As, and as, that's it. As that's the all brother, I'm saying. As the brother of a Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. I am going to invoke Come bring what in. he would say. Yes. Because let me tell you something. Bring the energy in here. His mom's coquito, mm-hmm. best shit I've ever had. But you haven't had punch of cream. And I don't intend to. Wow. Because I don't need to. See, this is why... there's going to be a debate between Coquito and Pochacrim, do want it. the Caribbean community can't come together. <laughs> because you can't just recognize when a five is talking. I said <laughs> what I said, and Pancha Cream is good. And if you think your dirty Coquito, where you can't make, relax. can't hold a cannon to my good up, good up Pancha Cream, you're wrong. Your puncher cream is just eggnog. This is y'all just trying to associate yourself with Americans. Relax. Calm down. <sighs> Relax. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave it there and I'm going to try to sweeten up this conversation because we have gotten very volatile. Oh. Right? Are the word? Volatile. Yes, yes, yes okay. Yes, girl. It, 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 it has gotten volatile in here, so I just want to sweeten the mood and I want to talk about dessert. Oh, dessert. Porn. It sounds like porn, but it's not. It tastes just as good, girl. <laughs> I'm losing it. Were you waiting to say that? I was. Or did you think about that on the spot? I, okay, listen. <laughs> I'm a mess. Uh-huh. And that just popped into my head. Yeah, you are. Okay, you're, great. You're Anywho, disgusting. You're asking yourself, what is this porn he's talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this porn. 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 P-O-N-E. Porn. Porn. <laughs> so, I'm not going to get it. Porn. Porn. <laughs> Boy, you better go. <laughs> okay, anyway. Porn is grated cassava and coconut. Mm. I have... Vivid memories mm. of 
walking downstairs to my grandfather and seeing him make some Christmas poem. And then every year, and he doesn't even know this, but every year, if that man don't send over a half tray of poem, <laughs> I resent him. <laughs> I resent him so deeply, and I don't talk to him for so long, and I, do, I don't even think he knows it. Papatiela. I rely on Pone yearly. <laughs> yearly. I don't have time for this. Yearly. I pa- need it. Papatiela. Get it together. You have been warned. Each year. Yeah. When that tray comes over to my house, I also look forward to fighting my mother. <laughs> Over the most precious limited corner pieces. They're only four, girl. And we fight. Jesus. Every year. But you know what? I have a strategy this year. Don't. don't. What is it? I'm going to teeth out all four corners as soon as they come over. Oh. I'll wrap it in for a while. Yes. I just repeat a file. I yeah. I'll keep you. It's so good. Yeah. I've never had it, actually. And when you were writing this, we I was like, I've never heard of porn in my life. It's so good. But I, 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 I honestly, I if, mean, if, if you can't eat one little piece, I can't carry on. Give me, me not go mine. Me not go mine. Me not go big. And if you heat it up, girl. Oh, and I think it has some condensed milk in it. Girl, Do you eat it with ice cream? We, oh, with the blood. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Oops, sorry. Women look like I, I, ice I have cream. No, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm uncultured. Ice cream. I'm sorry. I'm uncultured. You're nasty. <laughs> the other one. Mm. I know what you're going to say. You don't even know. I know you do you know. I do. You, you say. Black cake. Now. Girl. My grandfather Mm -hmm. is coming back from Trinidad soon. Oh. Yeah. He's coming back from Trinidad soon. So it's a Trinidadian black kid. No. Me just give an example of what I want. Okay, 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 okay. Sorry. He's coming back from Trinidad soon. And when he opens that suitcase, (laughs) if my aunt (laughs) did not send a two black cake, not even one, two from in the suit from Trinidad and Tobago. Okay. Come give Just me. making that clear. It's going to be an issue. <laughs> Black cake is that other thing mm. that I used to come find people and go, you, I like your black cake from last year. Yes. Come make me one. Yes. There are certain people, man. So, listen. There are, like, there are certain people who can cook a good black cake. Only like, certain people. Like, everybody has the capacity to do it, but... They, LOL. People, the capacity, but never the range. Never the range. Never the range. Just like, because you can do it just now. Like the kind of black chocolate that like it melts in your mouth. Ugh. And then you know, like wh- wh- while it's melting, it's like you're absorbing the liquor that's in it. Ugh, girl. Oh my gosh. Christmas black cake is like the best thing. My aunt, mm. Auntie Khan, me love you. And my aunt was the first, when she was making black cake with one of her friends, I was around eight years old, um, <clears throat> or nine or so, and I was making it, she was making it around me, and I was just so enthralled yes. with how she did that. Did. I mean, I tell you, till this day, that's the best black cake me ever eat. And of course, my mom has made black cake, and she it's really good. I mean, I style up my mother, say, oh, fear black cake, and I shall call my mother black cake, shut. <laughs> Auntie Khan black cake. Jesus. Oh, I'm I, I'm trying my best this year. My goal this year mm. is to replicate my auntie. Oh girl. That like that is work. legit. Like 
my my family role for this Christmas is to make the saril and to yeah. make the black cake. Girl. And the black cake is that just... That fruit have to start soaking now, you know. Girl, I know. Listen, y'all, black cake is involved. You gotta get the prune them. Yeah. The cut... I prune. I didn't, I didn't think I reason. Uh, no, I no reason. A current. <laughs> I no reason. Current. You have to get the prune, the current, the fruit peel... And all them something they have to soak in the room in the port wine about two or three weeks. Yes. Four or five weeks, six, seven all right, weeks. All right, you're doing the utmost. About one, two months, three, four months. Just month. do the whole year. Th- Just two do the whole, whole year. year. You know what? You know what? No, this black cake is but, for 2020. But people do that though. Yeah. Girl, no, when I, I know. all the fruit them use up and blend up to go make this year's batch of cake, people put that fruit right there, girl. But what. The amount of rum that goes into that. <gasps> I remember mm. years ago, because I just teeth it out now, but years ago, my grandmother, you know, ever so often when the fruit did, did it get dry, you see them pour some rum over it. Mm. I'll put it back down. Yes, yes. Just get that one. Put some rum over it. Get a couple hours. That's it. Girl. That's it. That's why rum can't, that's why the cake couldn't pour, you know? You you could you could make the, the 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 largest amount of cakes in the world and just just go dash like a rum pony. If oh, you have the self control <laughs> not to fuck them cakes up, girl, you, girl, <laughs> make I tell you, I girl, I I'm, we're fucking Christmas up this year. Wow, we are okay. <laughs> I mm, you know what? We've gone shopping. Mm. We've cleaned our house. Yeah. We've cooked that food. Yes. And now it's time to host. Not that kind of host, but it's time to host. Right. But you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And it brings up the question then. Mm-hmm. Of uh, queerness. Yes. And what was Christmas like growing up as a queer Caribbean person at home? Yeah. Slash and or in the diaspora. I mean, when you're inviting people into your home, that often means that you're inviting scrutiny in your home and upon yourself also. Mm, Right? We're not just, you know, moving (sighs) things and shifting things and scrubbing baseboards because we want to, because we think it's cute. (coughs) Right? (coughs) The invitation to someone's house is an invitation to scrutiny. Mm -hmm. And that's just the Caribbean truth, girl. Yep. Because if I say I need to go to your bathroom, that's code for I'm checking out your shit. Yep. (laughs) I'm going in that medicine cabinet. I'm mm. going underneath the sink. I'm mm. going behind the toilet. Now make sure say so your your toilet paper is two ply. Oh, because <laughs> if because if it's not, if it's one ply, me got chat you. If it's one ply, me I say your broke your broke pocket, or environmentally friendly, which is great. But broke pocket, environmentally friendly. <laughs> yes. Environment, in, yes, environmentally friendly uh, and nasty. Cause yeah. you can't wipe that. I was thinking about um, when I was thinking about how I would answer this question of like what Christmas was like as a queer Caribbean person. I genuinely could not answer it when I put myself back home mm, mm-hmm. because, and I think it speaks to episode three when I was like, I, like I, I always viewed myself as like this straight cis little boy that like. Yeah, homosexuality just wasn't really entirely, like, on my mind or, like, I wasn't as introspective to, like, center it in sort of how I interact with people. And I think what's interesting is that, like, I didn't necessarily become aware of my queerness um, until I actually, well, during Christmas time, until I actually came to the States. Mm. Um, I remember, 
uh, we would always have a family dinner in Queens and like all the women and me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sign number one. <laughs> He's a good. We would always like, just like be in there and I would just like, chat people. You hear some mass something from what you left our man from from a sanguinity. You hear some mass this do that. that. Me can't call any. You know, so me almost just said any name. <laughs> me almost just said any name. <laughs> and you know, we just there there we attack sauce 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 means gossip. And we just attack the local sauce. And we chat everybody. And we say how oh, this and that and that and this. And it was like in that moment. Uh, going back to the interesting piece that we talked about last time about invisibility and hypervisibility, yeah. it's like I felt like one of the girls. Yeah. You know, I felt like I was just there, we just attack and we have vibe and you know, we are chat politics and then it's like the second something comes up, something triggers another thing that triggers another thing that leads to homophobia and homosexuality, mm. my presence was just up there. Mm, mm-hmm. It's like, it's like I couldn't, like, no longer was I the person to say, oh, I'm just going to be quiet when you talk some homophobic shit. Like, I became way more visible and open with my uh, opinions, even though I wasn't out, exactly. And I was just like, I remember one time my family relative was just like, oh, y'all got to take up yourself. I'll put your something. You know our next one something. And it's like, me, I say, oh, God, Babes, I just see a little chicken where I make and y'all come turn that in a homophobia. <laughs> My girl, we can't just have one local Christmas and you're not center that. And it's interesting that, like, they centered homosexuality yeah. and homophobia, mm-hmm. which, like, called me out indirectly and I remember I, I was talking to my older sister once and I don't know if she remembers if she's a, she's gonna listen to this so like if you remember girl let me know um, we were talking about like I was saying something along the lines of I don't really feel enthusiastic to go over to the family dinner because I just know something homophobic is going to be said and then she's just like but I've never noticed something of you said I was like I'm girl dead. here's example one two and three yeah. and, and and obviously like you're not going to if that's the norm right mm-hmm. and like that's and this is not me saying like oh my, my sister is this this is me saying like it, it it it's me highlighting that like it became so ingrained yeah. that like I feel like I'm part of the team and part of everything until the second mm. homophobia conversations alienates me from just being there. If not physically, just like mentally or emotionally. Yeah. You know? the It's always so interesting how homophobic commentary like enters the space and like sucks the air out of the room for queer and trans people. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like, it feels... And is so commonplace. A lot of times, I remember there was this woman, uh, <laughs> not going to call her name either, but it was like one... Miss Fiat. Yes. <laughs> we have Miss Wisdom and Miss Fiat. Is that her name? No, but it's close. Um, damn. Okay. <laughs> Jamaicans are typical. <laughs> Um, anyway, so she's there and it's testimony service and it didn't catch me that she was talking about a gay, but (laughs) it caught me like a few days later where she was like, I just don't understand how there are some men in this world who want to be in competition with women. They get oh. up early and clean up them house, try to be better than we. Lord them try to cook and season them food better than we. They try to dress up and look good better than we. <laughs> and I'm like, 
Oh, okay. And, and like, she, like, she was so comedic in her presentation about it. And I'm actually not sure what it had to do with her testimony. Aside from, like, that low-key, like, I ain't with the gay shit kind of thing. Her husband was cheating on her with somebody from the church, and she had chop wood for them. You wish it was that simple. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. It, but it, honestly, girl, I heard it goes a lot sign. deeper than that. And it's like, one, why is it comedy for you? Right? Yeah. And then, two, what, like, what does it have to do with the present moment or the present conversation? And I think back to moments where I've been in the car with my mother, and we're, like, listening to... Literally insert any song, right? I think it was one of the Bob Marley songs <laughs> uh, that references how, like, uh, what is it? Man to man is so unjust. Mm. Is how he like opens the song, but like, it has absolutely nothing to do with the song whatsoever. Mm-hmm. No, like, if you like, if you removed it. You're missing nothing. Mm-hmm. You have it there. It adds so much that you don't need. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like the commonplaceness mm-hmm. is a word now. We're making it a word. Commonplaceness of what homophobia looks like, especially in the holiday setting, requires more people who are supposed to be on our sides to yeah. notice the moments when people are doing some homophobic shit. Because, like, it's been so commonplace that, like, you need to tune your ears, actually, a little bit more <laughs> to recognize that some shit is popping off. Yeah. And there's no need for it. Yeah. For many reasons, but most simply, it almost never fits the context. Never! Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, like, as I said, it was something that triggered something that triggered something that triggered something that led to homophobia. Right. It's like, mass Pete, <clears throat> man, mass Pete, woman, gone to school with little boy Pete, and little boy Pete, father, mother did say, and father, father, and so you go. Wow, girl. That's legitimately how it goes. And I mean, like, it's very interesting that, like, as time went by, and I was sort of, I continuously was, became in that space, it's like, my sister, my mom, myself, we were just like, we're, we're not here for this. Yeah, because we're tired. And it gets tiring. Mm-hmm. And part of me wonders sometimes for not the queer and the trans folks, but for like the cis head folks who are just gen- who are also tired, <laughs> to what extent they can be tired, um, <laughs> Girl, of, like, tired. <laughs> of, of the homophobic uh, conversation that they have to engage in or have to, quote unquote, have to, mm-hmm. that they that they are essentially brought into by virtue of them also being in the space. And this is not me making space or showing any empathy towards the cishet allies. This is me saying, like, I wonder if they're tired, too. Right. Are the straights tired, too? That's a really great question. You know? Apparently not. (laughs) But... Because they're not doing enough advocacy. Thinking about my... Christmas time situation. Mm-hmm. It feels so American. Okay. Christmas <laughs> has taken on different shapes uh, throughout the years. I feel like in my early childhood, I was like bouncing off the walls because I wanted to bust open that one present. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to move into uh, looking at what my scratch offs were saying in my, in my stockings because you know. Oh, but you got presents and stockings. Yeah. Oh yeah. I see uh, what you mean by American. Wow. Okay. Call me out. <laughs> but after me, I was done presents. doing my scratch offs, 
I then moved into a period of just baking cookies just because I wanted to waddle down the stairs at 3 a.m. and eat them. You were your own Santa? I was my own Santa. Aww. That's kind of beautiful and kind of sad. How how the f- I mean I, I I was old at this time so oh I, yeah oh I thought you believed in no, I, girl I no okay. I'm I'm talking about stages of things that I would do <laughs> not like all at once but like throughout life. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> don't expose me. Now I still bake those cookies because I deserve them, and I joined my parents in looking at my siblings open their gifts. You know, nice little. Robon with my bonnet on, sipping out some good coffee. And I don't know what the fuck happened to me last year, but those gifts were in the triple digits per person. Per person. Oh, that financially was must be must have Girl, been hitting baby because what? I don't got no more money. <laughs> so this year, yeah. they can help themselves to Martha Stewart's Snickerdoodle recipe. And that's about it. Yeah. I might make sorrel, and that's a heavy emphasis on might. Don't worry. If you ever need sorrel, I got you. You I have can make about it for you. five gallons of sorrel you can give me. I I can make it for you okay. if you want. You know, baby, I got you. Okay. Yeah, it's it's my gift to you, considering the fact that growing up that was not a thing. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not gonna say there was never a Christmas where I never got gifts. That I I would never say that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I I just think it's. There was just never an emphasis on gift receiving yeah. for me growing up. Um, I remember one year, I didn't expect it. It was like the whitest Christmas. I, I interpret it as the whitest Christmas shit I've ever experienced yeah. in my life. Where like, my I was living with my father and my father, this is the first time I'm mentioning him. Oh. What a concept. Um, He was like, oh, y'all, I bought gifts. And I look and I'm seeing four fucking five gifts for me. And I'm like, what? Ooh. What? This is it, he was it's... smoking that good good that year. Ago. <laughs> I was like, um, what is I? There was legit a sense of confusion because I was so unfamiliar with that tradition. Yeah. And I went home. I went. I went. I. I. It was part Christmas with my father and then part Christmas with my grandmother. And I went to my grandmother. I was like, Grandma, look at this. Yada yada yada. Me, I pop, I pop, by everybody. Um, sort of. And <laughs> and I bought. And I would buy. I bought. I, I buy like a gift for my my mother and my grandmother because mother grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I I wasn't that's the only time I genuinely remember receiving like gifts. And it's not I, I don't say that out of I wanted it or whatever because like it was just not a tradition that I I was into or cared for. I was so like I was just so big on family and I was so big on spending time with them and just like being with them and like learning the traditions of like the country that like yeah. that that for me was like a wholesome thing and I've since become and I still become a fairy now that I have to buy presents for my amazing little nephew oh my god I'm so I love him so much that like I'm like, oh my gosh, gift gifting. I'm so excited. I'm gonna buy my mom this present and my sister this present. But I don't want me to buy them this area because me not no money. <laughs> you know, what's funny is my mother has been doing all this talk of, I know what I want for Christmas now. And I'm like, oh, okay, girl, that's good. Go tell your husband. <laughs> oh, and I, because oh. uh, listen, as I said, <laughs> snickerdoodles. And, and maybe, maybe sorrow. <laughs> That's it. I don't got no more. Girl. And that's even y'all making sorrow. But y'all feel your feet. But, oh, um, that's what you think. So, 
I have two more pieces. Okay. One, I look forward to receiving my sweater each Christmas. Oh, cute. My father picks out the best sweaters. Oh. So I'm like, you know, don't forget, because if I stop receiving them, I'm going to be hurt. Yeah. And the second thing is my family. I'm going to call all four of y'all out right now. <laughs> About... Do they listen to this? One or two of them do. <laughs> That's enough. If not, I will just play this part of the episode on Christmas Day. I don't care. I'm, I am that foul. <laughs> no, do it before so they can prepare. No, I need to shame them on Christmas. Oh, fair, yes. fair, fair, so fair, no fair. Say you. Anyway. Yeah, go on. Like four or five years ago, mm-hmm. I, was wa- I-, I was coming home late mm-hmm. from church. Mm-hmm. Yes, from church. In dumb days there, so a long time ago. <laughs> and I was walking up the stairs, and I think I was maybe four steps up. When I, girl, no, not, not even four, but like ten steps up, right? Mm-hmm. Me walk up the stairs. And my foot missed a step. Oh, no. And, and I slid on my front down the stairs. Now, I'm a big bitch. <laughs> okay. Don't be fooled. I'm a big bitch. <laughs> and I fell down them stairs, girl, all the way down to the base of the stairs. <laughs> and ain't nobody say shit. Ain't nobody say shit. <laughs> it wasn't even that late. I'm there on the floor. I'm in pain. Imagine. I'm sorry. I Imagine be the no listen. <laughs> That level of pain that I felt in that day was the same level of pain that reporter felt when she fell out of that grape smushing box. Mm. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I don't. Google it, girl. Mm-hmm. Google that reporter. There's a reporter. She was stomping on some grapes and she fell. <laughs> you're not ready. If you no. haven't watched it, you're not ready. But anyway, I fell on the stairs. Yeah. About three days later. Mm-hmm. I'm in the living room cleaning. I'm not even by the Christmas tree, but that dumpy something come push the Christmas tree down. Every single bitch running down the stairs looking after the tree. And I'm like, oh, so wait a minute. I fell down these stairs about three, four days ago, but this one little tree come fall down and everybody want to rush down the stairs. So. Symbolic. Is it symbolic? I... Just want to let y'all know that sometimes it's not what's around the tree. Okay. <laughs> I've fallen and I couldn't get up and no one was there to help me. And y'all are fucked up for that. So this year, I'm pushing the tree down and purposely. <laughs> Let's end this fucking episode with with our favorite <gasps> Christmas carols. Aww. You get two. Aww. Okay. Aww. I have one. Go ahead. My Wait, f- are you going to sing it? <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> my favorite things. <clears throat> what? My favorite things. Is, by is that really Vandross. a Christmas? Is that a Christmas song? Is that from The Sound of Music? It's a Christmas song. Oh, that's interesting. From The Sound of Music. <laughs> it's both. Yeah. Talk about battery. Listen, it's on Luther Vandross' Christmas album, Ergo, It's a Christmas Song. That's fair. But the Luther Vandross song. So you're not going to sing it? No. You want me to sing it for no, you? No, I don't. It's too late. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> you don't have his range. I'm not trying to see like Luther Vandross. I'm trying to see like Kadeem Lorenzo Robinson the 18th. Did you hear what I said? Okay, but then you ruin the purpose behind me giving you a version <sighs> to listen to. Okay, I just wanted to say Thank you. You're just shaming me. Give us your first one. Raindrops and roses and whiskers. Okay, kidding. <sighs> my favorite one, um, and it's my favorite one because I sung it in high school for a Jamaican choir Christmas special. Mm, um, we love those. We love those. Uh, and they used to come on all the time, uh, just like regular. Uh, Mary, did you know? Mm. Mary, did you know which version? That your ba- my favorite currently is the Pentatonix version mm. because, like, one, I'm an acapella bitch. I love acapella. Wow. I know. I'm not going to say that I don't like acapella. Mm-hmm. But. I love acapella. Okay. But, and, and that's why I appreciate Pentatonix's version. Like, I really think it's good. Um, I just think they're doing a lot. I think and when that's, you that's equate voice. their voice, like, the tone shit that they be doing with, like, the musicality that we see in instruments, I really don't think there's much of a difference. I think we put on a larger, <clears throat> like, standard because it's them, sources are them, or that, and it makes us question it. It does. Also, what's with the hands? Which hands? Their hands. Like, they, they just, like, raise them, rant, like... <laughs> What do you say? You're you're singing to a camera. This is not a read on the pentatonics, okay? I'm not reading pentatonics, but I am reading pentatonics and all you acapella hoes out there. Like, like, put your hands down. <laughs> as what an acapella like, hoe? Are you out here gently caressing the notes as you sing them? Like, I don't understand. It's to flow, feel the rhythm and feel the tone, You girl. look stupid. Sap it. They can't see what I'm doing. It's a podcast. Ooh. Well, pen- What's your second one? Shut up. My second one mm-hmm. is by the gay icon, Mariah Carey. Oh. Before the weed fucked up her throat. Okay. There we go. Okay, listen. Oh, boy. Everyone. I'm just reading people today. For filth. Everyone <laughs> has either done it, and if you haven't done it, you're missing things. Mm-hmm. Your life is sad. Go mm-hmm. to YouTube and search for Mariah Carey's mic feed. Don't do that. Search for Don't the mic. Do that. Search for the mic feed. That's anti-black. Is it? Yeah. I said before the weed fucked up her throat. Anyway, y'all know what I'm talking about. All I What's want for type- Christmas oh. is my two front teeth. Uh, oh, I used to love oh, that. Yeah, All I want for Christmas is, is a my big two booty front out. teeth. My <laughs> no, two is that front not, teeth. You don't my know two that song? front teeth. No, I do okay. know that song, but I'm no. tired of you. Anyway. My second is, um, I actually was wondering if this was a Caribbean song. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to sing it in prep school as well. Um, <laughs> Long time ago in Bethlehem, where the Holy Bible sing. Mary's born child, Jesus Christ, was born on Christmas Day. All right, Kadeem. Thank I you. know here Thank- the angels sing. Listen to what they say. I'm Mary's going to ask you to stick a pin child. in that. Jesus Christ. And, uh, stick a pin in that. Was born. And in this episode. On Christmas Day. Stick okay, now pin. I'm done. Now okay. I'm, I, I will stick the pin when I have blood. Oh, cry. are you sure you don't want to do another verse? Please do. I actually don't remember any Good. of it. Exactly. Um, yeah, stick a pin. I, I think it's great. It feels great that you and I are sitting down here right yes. now, um, recollecting our childhood. Um, and sort of talking about like our queer identities and like Christmas and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And on Beyonce's partition couch. 
Um, yes, yeah, sure. Um, and that feels great. It feels really good. And it makes me genuinely grateful and makes me love Christmas even more because I feel like this is part of the family aspect of Christmas that I love. But I would be remiss, and I think we would be remiss if we just didn't shed light on the fact that, like, that's just not everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's just not, especially when we talk about, like, queer Caribbean people, oftentimes these, this time of the year can literally be traumatic. It can literally be a space where you don't have one family member outing and shaming and rejecting you. Yeah. But it's a whole summation of all of them. Yeah. And and that gets really difficult to deal with. Or it could be a reminder of trauma too. Yeah. Because the same conversations that come up in that kitchen that yeah. you were talking about are the same situations that lead to someone being either outed or ousted from their home. Yeah. And it makes this it makes the time of the year like one where people just like I just need this time to just get it over with. Mm-hmm. I just need this to be over. And I'm not going to say I ever felt that way or identify with that way despite the fact that like I did feel that there were times when I was like, "Oh, I can't do this or whatever." Um I definitely never had certain worries. And I and I just want to like make space for folks who do. Yeah. Um and I also want to say <sighs> I, I if y'all want a friend to hang out with this Christmas, like, on, on a serious level, hit me up if you're in New York, you know? I, I, like, if you just want to, like, talk on the phone or something, and you just want to, like, just have a quick laugh, you know, we can help community in that way and just, like, make people, make their days feel a little better. So, like, you know, hit me up on the Instagram, follow us on... Uh, I guess we're gonna go to the outro. Oh, <laughs> but, like, but but you know, follow us and email us and 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 if you want to talk, talk. Like, we're we're. I mean, we're not your therapist, obviously, but like this time. But of if year, you want to pay me that therapist fee, though, I'll listen. <laughs> and if you don't want to pay anybody a therapist fee, we're not your therapist. We're just gonna like have the have a sit down with you, five minutes, get a cup of coffee, chill. Maybe you tell me about a time when you felt happy during Christmas. That you know? sounds like work, girl. I know it sounds like work. And I and I definitely understand that what I'm doing can be socially exhausting. But I I, I, I oh first of all, one, are people actually gonna even listen and Ooh. reach out to me? Big Q. Um to <laughs> <laughs> will people enjoy my presence <laughs> so I mean like it's it's like let's chat on the gram let's let's have fun like I, I I again this time of the year can be difficult for many of us and I and I think we always have to make space for queer and Caribbean people you know it's it's rough it's rough out here it really is and um, we really do want you to share some of your memories with us we want you to most importantly send us some sorrow <laughs> uh, or make sorry with me just send it I, I don't, don't host it. I travel don't want to be there and you can mail it to me uh, to my P.O. box thank can you can you mail liquid just do it okay just just do it alright okay. make it work make courier it work. that shit if you need to <laughs> hook us up with some of that good good black cake and last none of that thingy pudding shit no man and Never. then of course follow us on social media yes. reach out to us on social media share share your stories with us at social media at Sushan Bush no D no D never a D and we are on Facebook Twitter and Instagram and you can find this Bush gal at Kadiem that is K-H-A-D-I-E-M-E on Instagram and Twitter and if you're ever finding if you're ever fi- if you ever find yourself 
looking for a warm crocheted scarf to keep you cozy and nice in these cold cold times treacherous nights you can follow robert on instagram at the underscore bishop 1221 or on twitter querib granny that's querib q-u-e-e-r-i-b granny g-r-a-n-n-i-e Yes. Lastly, feel free to submit questions, your thoughts, and everything through Instagram or email us at sushanbushpodcast at gmail.com. There's also liking and commenting and subscribing. And sharing. Because y'all haven't been doing that. This oh. is the second time that I've gotten on the Airbnb. Okay. And I've told y'all, so it's Christmas. It's Christmas. if you do it's not Christmas. like... It's Christmas. And you know what? For My Christmas. father used to tell me, if you fuck up, you can still get your ass beat on Christmas. So I'm letting you know. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, comment, and subscribe. Don't make me have to come find y'all. Don't make me do it. Because I will do it. And he won't bring sorrow. And I won't bring sorrow. No, he won't. I will bring sorrow. I drink but with all spice. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, you're horrible! <laughs> bye, y'all! Bye! Merry Christmas!